And the pitch. Chopped slowly to second. Torres there. And the Yankees are the American League East champions. They assure themselves a first round bye. They assure themselves home field in their first series. They are part of the way there. Another step in their journey toward a championship. And you know what? It's really nice of Vlad Guerrero to let the Yankees celebrate in his house. Congratulations to the Yanks. And Vladdy flat out needs to run harder. Um, that's inexcusable. Um, I'll tell him that, you know, when I see him later tonight. Uh, we're at the point where every little thing matters, every 90 feet matters. It should matter every day of the season. And, um, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the best right there. So here's the thing. I know in hockey world, everybody thinks that everybody should be benched every time somebody makes a mistake. But hockey world isn't the real sports world. You're not benching Vladdy, I hope, on September 28th because he failed to, uh, well, because he, 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 Jeff. he alone out of 40,500. He's the only one that thought that. Yeah, he, he alone out of 40,700 and some odd people thought that he did Excuse a home my run. my French. He looked like a horse's ass. Yeah, well, he did, yes. He looked like a lollygagger. <laughs> That's exactly what he looked like. <laughs> I've Last been there. night, yeah. I've been there. Uh, <laughs> a horrible sixth inning for the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Vladdy getting caught out going to second after uh, half-assing it towards first base on, again, a ball that was clearly not going to leave the yard. No excuse for Vladdy. Vladdy wasn't... Here's the thing that even that galled me even more. Vladdy wasn't even playing a first base yesterday. He literally had one job yesterday. Hit the freaking ball and get to the base. He was DHing. He had nothing else to do. He had nothing else to do last night. So you'd bench him? No. Seven games left. Seven. I'd bench his ass tonight. for five not games. not playing tonight. Oh, come Four on. Four or five games. Come on. You're not going to bench a guy. Seven. But what, what we heard from John Schneider was the verbal equivalent of a benching. Well said. Like, he lit his ass up. As much as John Schneider's going to ever light anybody's ass up. He When you bench Teoscar, it's quiet. Nobody yeah. knows it. But When you can't bench Vladdy with seven games left, you say it out loud. Yeah. You look like a horse's ass, and I'll tell him later. Boom. <laughs> That's why you love John. At least I do. I, like, he's hard not to like just the way, the way he talks, the way he acts, the way he, he handles certain things. I look, How can you argue? Like, it's... Yeah, the Jays lost, uh, I mean, uh, last night's game. Congratulations to the New York Yankees. Boo. They're the 2020 American League East champions. Should have happened like two weeks division ago. division title. I love Michael Kay's call at the end. Here, here, here's the thing. I remember covering... And this is not the same Yankees team. I remember covering the Yankees in a playoff series against Oakland. And the Yankees were going back to Oakland facing elimination. And during batting practice, and I don't know, I don't know whose bright idea was this was, but during batting practice on the scoreboard, they while the Yankees were taking BP, they basically had one of those in-house produced documentaries talking about the A's and their rendezvous with history and the Yankees, how they stood in front of their way and this could be a turning point. I remember watching going, why? 
And, you know, you could just see. They could see Derek Jeter taking BP. Bernie's taking BP. Uh, Here comes Jorge Posada. Inside out, singles yeah, to right. Yeah, there they go in BP. And you can just see them. Yeah, really? Really? Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Nice thought. Of course, the Yankees went on to win the series. I, I, there are, I'm not a, you know, this is my house. That was kind of cool when Vladdy did it a couple of nights ago after the walk-off. <clears throat> And I know there were folks who heard Michael Kay's call and were a little upset about that. Hey, if you're going to go, this is my house. Is it his house? It, it, well, I don't know. If you're going to go, this is my house. First of all, if it's your house, you should know when the ball's out of the yard and when it isn't in the yard and get your ass to first base. Secondly, there are a lot of teams I would do that to. I wouldn't do it to a team that's on the verge of clinching. Does it matter what team you do it to? That was just as good. Who cares? It's good fun. That's why Kay mentioned it. It was good fun. Anyhow, 5-2, the Jays lost last night. It was a uh, it was a brutal game for the two cornerstone pieces of this franchise. Uh, Vladdy made a an obvious just a it was a bad look, and I don't know what the hell happened to Bo Bichette last night, but uh, you know his night got so off. Mad, to you're it. mad about the slide, or you're mad about the throw, I, or you're no, mad about I'm, the ball no, that no, 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 I'm George mad, Springer should have called him off and called. I'm mad about the throw. The George Springer should have called him. I mean, Vlad, you know, Bo's running backwards like this. That's to a get tough ball. play. That, that's a tough play. But mm. there's only one guy who can make it relatively Springer. easy, and that's Springer. I got it. I got it. Exactly. I got it. And you're going to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. The thing at second base where he was, you know, where where he was called All off right, because well. he took his foot off before he put his hand down on the bag, which is essentially what it was. You ever good, seen, good, good for Isaiah Kiner Falafa for doing that. You ever seen uh, Bo slide feet first? That was where I was going with this. I've never. Have you ever? No. I tried to remember. I even tried to go back and watch video of him sliding, which you've got to be some bored kind of dude to sit around and watch Bo Bichette slide. I just know this. Whenever I tried to, to slide head first, couldn't do it. I could only slide feet first. I think you're either or. You're not both. You can't do both. For me, this is what I think. When there's no brainers, slide feet first. I'm with you. You, you do a pop up slide. Your your foot is always on the bag. There's no way that a defender can hold the glove on your foot. Your foot's coming off because you did a pop up slide. You slid feet first. It's real simple. Now, when you have to maneuver around a slide and all those things, you want to look cute and can do the head first thing. If you're able to do that, I'm just not sure you can. And look, it's it's again when you're facing good teams, even if you're at home. And I think this gets back to this is why they're fighting for that home field advantage is the just the little things that maybe they could make up for. If yeah. they didn't do it, they could make up for the, it at uh, home because of the crowd. And yeah, the you throw, get beat basically is when you don't play well, you get beat by yeah, the, the The throw is what? The throw is really, really, really stuck in my craw more than anything else. It's Josh Donaldson. I, I the The other stuff... Don't get me wrong. The Vladdy thing pissed me off. And I generally don't get worked up about the hustle thing because it's a long season and I don't feel like hustling a lot of times. And I'm not playing Major League Baseball. There are days That's where not I... not a good I comment mean, by you. Well, it's true. Uh, Come yeah, on, you, there are you, days... You get four at-bats most of the time. Run a ball. Yeah, out. I mean, well, act, I, act like you care. Yeah. That's all. Right. But you don't but have I mean, to go 100%. Fine, I don't... Go 72%. Fine. But... Cheek that, to ear, Jeff. Cheek to ear. The first. Make it look like I'm you I'm talking care. about with Bo, though. The other two things that didn't bother me that much, but, man, the throwing error really did. Like, you just can't. 
Captain Obvious. You can't do that? No, you can't. So you so can't do that. So if you're the GM of the Blue Jays and you and know the can things I just in the jump, I just want to jump need. in here. I want to jump in here because this is a team that hasn't been here before. They got in in the, in the, in the, in the pandemic-shortened season. And does anybody remember Bo's last game in that playoff series against Tampa? Was it three errors? Like, this is what... And I'm not going to just react, overreact to, to one particular game. But you're going to. But, well, <laughs> but the spotlight, you know, spotlight was on them last night. It was. And they did not. Step they up. Didn't, they didn't step up. No. Can I, I, I can't put it any other no. way. You know, we're, oh, we don't want to see the Yankees clinch in our field. Well, question. Guess what they did. Well, you're a good team. Question. You think in the offseason, Ross is going to be looking for a shortstop? It's not my pr- top priority. I, I, I need a left-handed bat. If he plays shortstop and he's a good shortstop, then I obviously would have the conversation with. But that's not my priority. I need I need two left-handed bats. Really, whatever position they play, if they're good, you know, I'm not talking like bringing in another another Bradley Zimmer, bringing in five Zadley Bradley Zimmers and saying I've got five left-handed bats. I'm talking about a legit left-handed bat. Like then sense. we start moving the lineup around. Then maybe we move Teoscar or Lourdes out. Then maybe we have the conversation with Bo. But I'm not – somebody called up the Blue Jays talk last night and said, would you move Bo to second base and put Santiago Espinal short? I said, no. First of all, there's no net gain for you offensively. And secondly, hey, Bo, you know what? The guy that's not as good as you – we want you to move to second base so you can we can put the guy who's not as good Defe- as you. Sure. Defensively, not, he's you better than Bo. That. Defensively, he's better than yeah, Bo. But he's, he's not, not a better player. But he's not a better player. All, all around, offensively, he's not. Well, you could say that, but we're yeah. talking about the defensive Any, side of the ball. Defensive side, does it, I don't know, does it make them stronger? I, I, I've got no idea. I, I've got no idea. Uh, it's intriguing. Offseason, what do you do? Because Ross has got a tough job in the offseason. There's some holes in this team. They need some turnover. Yeah, but that's not – they need turnover, they but do. you're not turning over Bo or Vladdy. I'm not, I'm not saying getting rid of them, but making a move like that's big. Like you're – and I just wonder if you're thinking about it. Maybe if, if, if Carlos Correa opts out and you get him, sure. But – He's right-handed, you know. Well, whatever. I'm, well, I'm he's pulling, right-handed. No, but I'm saying, well, so is Trey Turner. What about Trey I mean, Turner coming me. here? You got me. Well – there you go. Can I find a better left-handed hitter than? Can I find a better left-handed hitter than Trey Turner? I don't know. Shortstop? No, 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 no. You can't find. Can a... I find a better hitter that's left-handed than Trey Turner? No, probably. You not. know he's available, and yeah. you know all it would take, Jeff, is De Niro. Yeah, but my point is, if you do that, then I'm sure Bo's going to have to listen so you, to the so decision. So you think? So you think? But you'd don't have, be bringing you'd in have to ask permission from Bo. Is it okay if you move to second? That make our team better? You don't. Well, that's what you're saying. You don't have to. But the Jays have done that in the because past. Because you're starting the conversation with he's not not been real good. Remember the Tampa game made three errors. Now he made the error last night. And that that the words you used, I'm not going to say he, last night because of the throw. Okay, well you can't say both. It's either what. Well, I'm just asking. Uh, it's pretty clear. If you get a better player to play shortstop, then yeah, you have the conversation with Bo. But I don't. That's not my priority in the off season. I'm not going to go into the offseason thinking I need a better shortstop. Let me go get a better defensive shortstop. I'm not. I'm just not. Tie, tie game, bases loaded against the Astros in minute made. You going to be closing your eyes the ball hit the shortstop? No. No? No. 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 I mean, shading it? No. Peeking? No. No. I Turn the channel? I'm not. Turn it back? No. 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 All right. I'm not. 
Okay. Okay. I believe you. But having said that, last again, last night was that, that was not a good look. That was yeah, not a good. Well, look. it just makes you wonder as hard as he works, why he just doesn't realize if he just stops, sets his feet, uh, finishes target towards where he wants the ball to end up, he's out. He's got a strong arm. Why I, don't he do that? I, I just don't think he realizes how strong his arm is. I I really don't. I think he feels that he has to be moving. There has to be. He has to quote unquote use get rid it. of it quick. He has to quote unquote use his athleticism. No, you got a throwing a great throwing arm. Use the throwing a great arm. Great strong. Just throw. Strong. Okay, it's strong, but throw. enough. It's it's strong enough to get. It is absolutely certainly strong enough to get Josh Donaldson. No question. You don't have to anyhow. I was going to say you turn the page in a game, but you can't. Well, Um, they're going to have to. You're going to be joined by Sweeney. Yeah, Garrett Cole. He's going to be hung over. So we're going to be joined by Sweeney (laughs) Murdy at eleven thirty. Shai Davidi joins us at ten thirty. Philip Ozerski. He's going to join us at 11.05. Great story. This is the dude who caught Mark McGuire's 70th home run ball in 1998. Somebody gave him $3 million. Well, yeah. For yeah. baseball. Don't forget, there are people out there. Hey, we live in a world where people spend money on baseball cards. $3 million? Cards. People spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on baseball cards. So and that's when you not, asked that's me not if I was giving counting. that ball up if I called it, that's not, not even, a chance. That's not even counting all it the... It is cheek to ear as fast as I can go getting on the phone. That's not even counting all the, the... Calling my agent. All the stupid, what I just did. stupid stuff people buy online. <laughs> I caught the ball. I caught the ball. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, for a world where so many people are in financial difficulty, <clears throat> it's remarkable how many people spend a lot of money on stupid-ass stuff. It is. This it is really the question. Is. If you're Let a me, fan... Anyhow, but Phil, no, no, the I've story... Got... The, just, just the story of Philip Ozerski. He catches McGuire's 70th home run ball in 1998. All he wants to do is meet Mark McGuire. Maybe get an autograph. Maybe get a jersey. Mark McGuire goes, nah, yeah, I don't good. want to meet Philip Ozerski. Philip says, okay, screw you. I'm going to sell for $3 bucks. Thank you. Which I would have done, too. I would have done that anyway. I would have done that anyway. Yeah, I got, I got I the photo shaken, and taken the ball. I would have shaken Mark <laughs> McGuire's hands and said, give me the ball. Adios, amigo. Uh, yeah, but anyhow, he'll join us at 11.05. And that, of course, ahead of the... Uh, uh, ahead, of, I, I, ahead of the possibility of Aaron Judge. But, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Aaron Judge doesn't play tonight. Huh, that's, I mean, you're really going Aaron, on a limb there. Aaron Judge doesn't play tonight. They're going to go back to Yankee I'll Stadium. Say I'll say if you're a fan and you're trying to catch the ball, where do you sit thinking Judge is going to hit the ball? Use the whole field. Like the McGuire thing, he's a pull hitter. You know where to – you got a good, good chance. The general Center rule of – no, the, the general rule, line. No, the general rule of thumb when you go to sit any – sporting venue is you sit as close to a bar as you can. You just know when you're trying to catch a ball. Oh, screw that. You sit as close to a bar as you can. They got that WestJet flight deck in there. That'd be a, I mean, that'd be a perfect place to go. Uh, there's, I, I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to accomplish yeah. my goal, which is getting the my ball. real hope because I just think the whole $2 million for a baseball or whatever the hell it is. It's just That's the, the height is just the height of stupidity. Well, not like, for people, that person. No, it, yeah, it's anybody who'd pay that much money for a ball should be thrown in jail. My hope is that it's caught by somebody in the bullpen. Do what they want with it. My hope is that I'd like to see I'd sell you it. You know, I'd like to see catch it drop. Yeah, what do you think he'd do with it? Bullpen. What I know what I'm got adios, boys. I'm out of here. I got the ball. See you. Let me just That's take the my bullpen catcher. Bullpen catcher. For the Blue Barker's Day. another one of Barker's <laughs> former roommates. They're all over the place. I'll call him too. That's what I would I do. I saw what you did. That's what I would do. I catch the ball and then leave. See but, ya. But I hope I hope it goes into the bullpen just because that way it's gonna you know it'll fry. Why am I, I? I don't really care, fans. You know, get what you want for the ball. I I don't care. I just think it's. Well, you said you'd give it back. Change your mind yet? 
No, I give Have it back. Have you read that $3 I, million? Dollars? I told you what I'd do with it. $3 million. Dollars. No. I would give it back, and I'd say, here's what I want. I want <laughs> two box seats to opening day at Yankee Stadium next year. Really? Yeah. Two box you seats to Yankee anyway. Stadium. Let me you finish. Gotta, you got to pass. I don't, that's no good. Two box seats to uh, Yankee Stadium, plus airfare, Dumb. plus hotel, plus a limo. He'd say keep the ball and sell it. <laughs> that's what he'd say to you. And maybe a dinner. You're crazy, old man. That's what he'd say. You're nuts. No way. Beat it. <laughs> yeah. And then you get mad. Because I know you'd be mad. And then you'd run out and sell it and take a picture of it. Say, look how much I got. I wouldn't sell it. I yeah. would never let. <laughs> you would if I was gonna If I was going to sell something like that, I would want it kept private. Because I wouldn't oh, want to no be. There's no way that's happening. Well. We're I, having the guy on. So <laughs> they call, that sold the other one. It's impossible. By He's the a way, genius, by the way. If you've got three million bucks, what the hell are you doing coming on Blair and Barker at that at, 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 at eleven oh five? Um well, maybe he doesn't have it anymore. That was <laughs> sure, a long could time be, ago. Could be. <laughs> maybe invested it. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Uh, where were we? Hey, we haven't even talked about what haven't we talked about? Barrios. Oh, uh, we Your haven't boy. talked about Jose Jose Barrios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starting game three. 97, best velocity of the year. I thought it was John Schneider said he thought it was his best stuff of the year. Uh, didn't help that his uh, teammates couldn't catch a ball or catch a cold for that matter yesterday. That didn't help at all, with the exception of Matt Chapman. It didn't help at all. But the stuff was there, Kevin. He deserved this is one of the few times this year. That we could look at a game and go, you know what? He deserved better. Yeah, I guess. He, I mean, I guess. A little, every what do you month, need every, to every, uh, Kevin, if those, how about six if those, scoreless? How about six if scoreless? If those plays uh, had been work. made. If those plays had been made. If those plays it had been made. It still wouldn't have been six scoreless. Well, it would have been pretty damn close. It would have been what? He would have given up two runs? Well, that's not scoreless. Every once in a while when you when you Ross back Ripley up the gave up five runs a couple of one, days ago. Well, he's not making 130 large. Every once in a while, occasionally, not all the time. You need that. Did did your mind? I don't think anybody's mind changed about the. Uh, no, I was, just, I was just wondering if I thought I, if you see the ninety sevens, what would that look like out of the pen? That's uh, honest to God. That's what I was thinking. Is every time I saw the ninety sevens, could you use that for three the innings? Out of the, pen? the problem is he hasn't pitched out of the pen since two thousand and seventeen. Wow, he hasn't stunk like he hasn't stunk like this in forever either. Wow, he hasn't. He hasn't pitched since two thousand and seventeen. When's the last time Ross Stripling pitched out of the bullpen? I mean, he's what, been really me? good. He's been better than Barrios. So why would you throw Stripling in the bullpen? That doesn't make any sense. So you're you're better at something than this guy is. But guess what? We're going to put you in the pen. That makes sense. Are you trying to win or no? So you're saying no. I, no, I, I, I mean, I, listen, I, no, I, I he, think he was throwing harder, and I'll, I'll, I think it'll I'll, be, I'll give you credit. I think it'll be, I think it'll probably be, I think it'll probably be Stripling. Huh? But. I'll I'm also this. at the point right now where I'm beginning to think that it it, it it may not it it may not matter the way this thing is shaping up, given the, what's happening with Tampa and Seattle. It, it may not matter. I mean, we may know going into Baltimore whether Alec Manoa is going to be ready to go in Game One, and then we're going to look Maybe. back and go, "Do you believe all that time we spent yapping about about?" Well, it'd still be Game Three <clears throat> if, there, right. if there is a Game Three. We, 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 we're not talking about the first two guys. Well, we don't we know. If, no, if they've if, if they've got the thing, if they've got the damn things yeah, solved, he'll, he'll going throw into game Baltimore. one. Gosman will throw game two. If they don't win both of those, who we the same conversation will be had. Who's throwing game three? Burrios or Stripling? Well, more of the conversation is who is throwing game three. We understand why Manoa maybe 
yeah. would not throw game one. And I think you. I think I, I think game three is one of those all hands on deck things. You I start would, stri- you start stripling, so. and then maybe Openers. you have Brio, or you start Brios, and you have stripling ready. One of those things. I would think so. Uh, I think it becomes a lot easier if you can have Alec Manoa starting, <laughs> starting game one. You think so? Uh, so anyhow, where we are right now with the, uh, with the the standings. He was working quicker. You he notice was working, that he was working yeah, a lot quicker. That that'll tell you that the mechanics, all the things that go into him. Because you I know, don't know every, I every time he has a conversation, it's about pace, and I'm tipping pitches, and I'm not moving my hands anymore. That's a lot. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, you can tell he wasn't thinking about that as much, I, so that's a big deal. I haven't had a chance to find out, you know, from Pete Walker what they were working on the other night with, uh, or before the game a couple of nights ago with the, whether it was pitch tipping or whatever the hell it was. That's what it was. Um, but, yeah, it, look, it looked a lot better last night. Uh, as I said, if a couple of plays had been made, the results would have been better. The main thing for me is the velocity was really good. The velocity was really good. There was a lot of life in the fastball. You're right. The He had a real good Just execu- real good execution pace. when it needs to be there. Like when you need a breaking ball back door to a lefty, give it to me right there. Do you feel confident he can give it to you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas beat the Seattle Mariners 5 nothing. Robbie Ray suggested that they turn the out-of-town scoreboard off in uh, – yeah. Just throw strikes. I get Robbie. the I get the impression the uh, the sphincters might be tightening in Seattle you think a little so? bit. Well, I, th- I think so. Their managers talking about team meetings with like nine games left, which just make you scratch your head till no end. And, and then show and go today. Yeah. So he said it out loud. Who, what, what kind of manager says we're mixing it up? Show and going. Who says it out loud? Just do it. Yeah. Well, you nervous? The uh, Rays beat the Guardians six five and in eleven innings, and. Um, Harold Ramirez with the with the big double. And the Boston Red Sox did the Jays a solid, beating the Orioles 13-9. So the Jays' magic number going into today's game is two. Any combination of Jays' wins and Orioles' losses means they will be a spray and champagne. Mitch White! Woo! And Mitch White is on the mound for the Blue Jays. I think he'd be all right. No? Well, again, these guys, it depends how hungover the Yankees I, are. You play better when you're hungover. Well, I don't I, know how I know that, but you do. Yeah, sort of, sort of eliminates the thinking, Jeff. Maybe. See ball, hit ball. Maybe. Stop giving me all those uh, see ball numbers hit, and, and see ball, hit ball doesn't work when you can't see ball though. Yeah, it does. Oh. It means you're looking in one spot. <clears throat> you don't want to overswing. The Jays are six and a half up on the Orioles. The Jays are eighty-seven and sixty-eight. Tampa Bay is eighty-five and sixty-nine. They're a game and a half back of the Jays in Seattle, as we mentioned. Is is uh, three back of the Jays. They're eighty-three and seventy. The Mariners are three and seven. Ooh. And they are getting uh, Eugenio Suarez back, and they are getting Julio Rodriguez back, uh, apparently. But yeah, they're still. Um, they're not hitting. No, they're not. They're, huh? they're they're not hitting, and they've we've talked about. This. They've got the easiest schedule anybody uh, of anybody out there. Now they they finished the year with four against Detroit, so. <laughs> Maybe that's hurting them. I almost... We've got what? After tonight, six games left. It almost looks like... It almost looks like we can probably say right now... Do you get the sense it's going to be Jays in Tampa more than Jays in Seattle? Or do you... Given the weakness of Seattle's schedule... Are you okay with that? Yeah, you know what? I was... Before the game last night, before all that nonsense happened last night, I was sitting in the dugout and I'm thinking, 
who do I really, when the Jays play well, and I'm not talking about when everybody, like when Vladdy's on a roll, I'm talking when they play the way they played the first game against Us the against Yankees. against you. Yeah, first yeah, game. Yeah. You're healthy, we're healthy. Who scares me in the American League? I Honestly, based on what I've seen of the Yankees' bullpen, the Yankees don't scare me. I think give a shot against the Yankees in a, in, yes, in a big, bigger series. Now, the Jays are 5-2 and two against Houston, right? Aren't they this year? Does that matter when it comes well, to playoff time? I, I don't know, but Lance McCullough, they do. Junior, getting. They they have they have hit the Astros. The Astros are still the team that scares me, and the, and the other one, frankly, is I mean it's 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 still the Guardians, and I know the bottom of that lineup. I understand that there, there's an issue think, about that. I think but man, it's still the Guardians. You. you had to go to the trot and play against the Rays. No, that doesn't scare. No, you know what? No, because <clears throat> I believe in the power of wit. No, I that uh, doesn't scare you? me that much anymore. I don't. I don't think. I think the Rays. The whole the Rays have something over the Jays. I think that's gone. You think so? Huh? I think they play pretty close I think games. They have really good pitching. I like what Kevin Cash said. You know, it's like every time you look up, are we split a series? Here you go. We've won. They've won. Well, you couldn't. Pl- you couldn't split that series. No, but Cash's point is that I I don't think there's. I think we need to move off this narrative about oh my god, bad things hop, happen every time Let the Jays go question. to the shop. And don't forget, they've also got Kevin Gossman who pitches well against but, the Rays. Between, between the Rays, just the Rays and the Jays, who has better pitching? Uh, marginally, the Rays. Think about lineups. Think about their pitching against their lineup. Marginally, who matches up better. Marginally, the Rays have better have better pitching, I think. But that depends Power on. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a healthy Shane McClanahan and a healthy Tyler Glasnow. If Shane, if if I get the Shane McClanahan, I got the last time. I don't think the Rays' edge is that pronounced over the Jays in terms of pitching. I really don't. Hmm. Jeffrey Springs, Drew Rasmussen, defense wise, who's got a better defense? I think the Jays have a better defense. Don't you? That's a great question. I think they have a better defense. Some situational hitting, too, would be big. Who who could do that? Runner on third base, less than two outs. Who do you got more confidence in? It's little things like that in the playoffs against good teams, good good pitching. It's the little things. It's like leadoff double, who gets him over? Even if it's top of the order, right? You, yeah, get, you get a guy over less than two outs, runner on third. Do you get him in? It's little, little, who scores first? It's just like that little thing. If you have more confidence in a raised team to do that. Can I, can I say this? We'll know more tonight. Tyler Glasnow is pitching against Tristan McKenzie tonight in Cleveland. Oh, wow. We'll know more tonight. Uh, if Tyler Glasnow goes out and gives him five or four and two-thirds and, you know, is hitting his spots and is throwing his and, – and has got his velo, then, you know, he could be the version of – he could be their version of the nuclear weapon you He's run out in the playoffs. With he slider. really is. <laughs> same thing – he and, and Luis Severino. This, the same thing I view with the Yankees. I mean, if you're the Yankees right now, I think through two games of this series, yeah, you're happy you got the division. But you know what? You're really happy. You saw Luis Severino go out and look really good. Yeah. And, you know, now you're looking at Cole, Severino, uh, Tyone. You've got Nestor Cortez. You're probably feeling a little more comfortable about Mm. your starting rotation, even though it would be better to have Jordan Montgomery there as well. Mm. Uh, Did we miss anything as we ranted and raved about what happened last night? Judge was up for one. Four walks. Four walks. I almost forgot about Aaron Judge. What was Aaron Judge's line after the game? I'll trade four walks for a win. 
Last night, he could say that. From here on out. Gotta it's, not, say, it's not about no, that. Got to say this, though. And uh, Buck made the comment during the telecast. <laughs> one of several comments made by Buck, by the way. Hey. But Buck, Buck for him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every uh, once in a while. Buck made a comment last night about Judge. And I know fans, you're, you're, you're booing because you, there's certain element of the fan, the fans that were there were booing because of walks. I, I'll tell you what, the fact that he didn't chase, now a couple of the pitches were obviously out, but he did not look to me like a guy pressing Kevin last night. Uh, there, there were not I, a lot I, of, there were not a lot of, I, at least I don't think, I didn't see him chase a lot. I saw him a couple of times. Uh, but he uh, was at the second at bat against Barrios, where I thought he kind of expanded a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But for, uh, me, for me, other than that, other than the fifth at bat, where he looked like he was very aggressive, he yes. looked like he was trying to walk to me. He's trying to get on base. I, I, I think he knows sort of what the plan is. Barrios is throwing in some more changeups last yeah. night. They, they understand what his weakness is. They're trying to get him out of way too. If they're going to give up a homer, it's going to be the other way. You know, it's not they're they're not in that short porch in right field in Yankee Stadium, so you, you're going to make him earn it, right? You don't want to let him get the head out, and because that's where most people's power is, especially when you're six seven. I just look to me anyway. I, I just by what I saw, because of the fastballs he took early in counts. Now I know what he he mm-hmm. got some curveballs from Barrios. Like Barrios was pitching to him. You know, he wasn't throwing to no, him. He, he was, was pitching to him. Like yeah. you know, you'd see curve, curve, sinker, sinker, change, change. It was like he was doubling up. Wasn't, you know, he was trying to get after him and trying yeah. to get him out a little bit. So he was trying to make the perfect pitch. And yeah, I, it seems, sure seems like they don't want to give up the homer, right? It well, sure seems that it, way. It does. It's, yeah. I, I had uh, just like a very brief conversation yesterday because there are a lot of advanced, a lot of guys in town doing advanced, advanced scouting. And I had just a very brief conversation yesterday with one of the guys who's been following the Yankees. And I asked him about Judge. And he's been on the Yankees for a while. And he said, you know what? Judge, throughout this whole thing, has acted like a guy who knows he's going to get it. I guess. I just guess. Uh, He just, he, he, no, he, he it, it may not be this at bat. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It may not be this at bat. I'll, I'll say, take my I'll walk. say this too. Zach Pop showed me something. I mean, he came, <laughs> yes, he he, he came up. It was sinker, sinker. What do you give? Sinker, 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 slider, sinker, slider, slider, sinker. Like he was saying, here it is. Here's my best sinker. Yeah. See if you can get the head out and, and get it in the air. Give Zach Pop credit. I like it. Every time you watch Pop, now I know he's not the sexy move, and, you, and you, when um, you watch him, that 99 with, you, man. with tons of movement screams late-inning guy. It uh, just really does. I know that the Jays think if if they can get him in, in the offseason to refine his 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 slider a mm-hmm. little more, work on it at that Still pitching left. strike with it early in the count. If it, he could do that with they, the 99. They've got uh, something with him. Oh, yeah. They really do. Mm-hmm. And and I I mean, I'll be the first to raise my hand. I did not think he threw that hard. No, I, I'd either. be lying I'd be lying if I said I watched every one of Zach Pop's outings. I did not think he threw that hard. And I, I really think there's something there. And, and again, looking ahead to next year, Romano, Bass, Pop, you got Garcia for a while. This may be the first offseason in a long time where I'm okay with the bullpen. I, yeah, and I mean, and I mean, Mesa. I'm throwing Mesa in there. They need one well. more. One more guy that can throw in the eighth and ninth inning. One more guy. One uh, more. Maybe. Veteran guy. I'm okay with these guys. But it's not the type of guy you have to go out and make a major move for. No. Like, we're not talking, we're not going out and trading for Gregory Soto or something like that as well. Yeah, not anymore, I don't think. Right. You're talking yeah. about a. They're getting a shortstop. <laughs> God. 
Shy Davidi's our MLB insider with Sportsnet. I'll ask Shy if, if he thinks. The short stuff. He, I can't believe you're falling for that narrative. Hey, it's so, I'm just doing it because it's just so look easy. On your face. It's, but it's just not a. It's there's no point in having that discussion. I don't believe it. I like Boba. This is the way it's going. He's going to be your shortstop unless there's a better. They get a better shortstop. Just don't worry about this it. This is why I said it. Because this is what it does. Well, it just kind of. Anyhow, it'd help if Bo didn't make any more errors this year. That's then not I it. could go see. You could point at me. Yeah, I don't That's... know. I get my back up when people when 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 people. <clears throat> I don't know why. I get my back up when people dumping Bo. I do. I well, you dumped on him a little too. No, I yeah, uh, you did because the air. I didn't like the air. I thought that uh, that really bothers me because that's like, there's just no there's no need. There's no reason. There's the other stuff that happened again. The play at second base. Uh, you know, a bunch of stuff had had to happen for that to happen. And then the ball in the outfield. That's Springer. to me. That's Springer's ball. Oh, no question. Um, not even a thought. When I see my shortstop running back like this, like he's trying to, you know, he's signal waiting, for waiting, a fair waiting, catch. No, he's waiting for you to call him off. That's exactly go. what he's waiting. Anyhow, no, be a joins us next. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590. The fan Sportsnet. I can't believe you fell for that Bobachet narrative. Sportsnet 360 and wherever you get your favorite podcast. Starting Monday, be sure to tune into the JD Bunkus podcast weekday mornings at nine on Sportsnet 590 The Fan or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hey, we're back. It's Blair and Barker. If you're listening to us via podcast, Leave a review and five stars. Or four and a half stars. Huh? Four and a half. No. Four and a half. What's the difference? Four ah, and a half. Yeah, What's the half? How come we don't get the other half? It's you, isn't ah, it? Five stars means it's you. It's you, nah, Five stars means you're begging for it. Or you fixed it. Or you're gaming the system or something like that. Huh? Anyhow. Uh... We'll be on Blue Jays talk tonight as well. Do you think maybe the uh, do you think maybe if, if well it's, I was going to say if the Jays won tonight and, and the Orioles lost that it would happen before we're off air. With Not Blue a Jays chance. Talk. But then I realized Mitch White is pitching, hours. so I probably shouldn't even go down there. Red Sox fourteen. It'll hour be games. yeah, yeah. It'll be Mitch White against Reinder, against delays. Garrett Cole. Do we have Shy Davidi with us? Hey, we do. Hey, Shy, how are you? How you doing, Shy? I'm all right with Chase. No, not much. Bo can't play shortstop anymore. Barker <laughs> wants to trade his ass. Wants to bench him. Lies. Barker wants All to lies. bench Vladdy. <laughs> Barker wants Santiago Espinal to be the opening day shortstop next year. He thinks I that you, he thinks that Jose Barrios needs to be dropped from the postseason roster. Other than well, I that, everything that is last good. One, that last one, you could you could argue that. Oh, you I, could argue. I tell you what, I listened to some of Blue Jays talk last night uh, on my way home. Why? <laughs> I, I wanted to. I wanted to t- check the pulse and see see what people were. What was on the mind? What do you uh, think? Man, it was. Uh, it's a, it's it's amazing how quickly people fall into panic mode. Yep. And and it's an emotional time. We're obviously a lot at stake right now. But man, one game and uh, and a lot of people are off jumping off the bus. Tell me uh, your initial reaction when. You heard John Schneider's comments about uh, Vladdy and Bo. Vladdy in particular. 
Yeah, the the comments on Guerrero in particular were really the first time we've heard him publicly rebuke a player to that extent. And I thought it was interesting and important, right? Because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is so critical to this team and so critical of this lineup. And he's, you know, by his actions, he sets a tone whether he wants to or not. And the fact that he wasn't running harder to the box, you know, he he thought that that ball was going to go over the fence and maybe spent a little too much time watching it or whatever. You know, that was it was clear that that was something that needed to be nipped in the bud. And for, for John Schneider to make those comments, that's not just directed at Guerrero, that's directed at everyone else in that clubhouse. And, you know, I thought that, that this was a moment where he felt that he saw some complacency that needed to, to be corrected. So uh, I thought that was an important moment on a number of different levels uh, and a significant step because we haven't seen anything along those lines from a public setting from the Blue Jays manager in a very long time. Shy, let's be honest. That's not the first time we, we've seen Blatty not run hard at first base. I mean, let's not lie about that. Maybe it's been but, – he's been waiting for a moment to say it out loud. You think so? I, I don't know if he's necessarily waiting for a moment. And, I look, I, I do think there's an element of everybody's grinding a little bit and, you know, there are different – you know, players are told at different times, hey, you know, make sure you're managing yourself physically here and only boot it in times that are absolutely necessary. But given the game, given the situation, given how egregious it was, given that it came on the heels of, you know, Bo, uh, the, the play with Bo, I, you know, just that, that combination of events, it, it was I, I, it was clear that Schneider thought it needed to be addressed in a forceful way. And you know the fact that he he even put those public uh, those comments out publicly before before having the chance to talk to Vladdy about it privately uh, to me was really telling about just how egregious he felt it was and how important a moment that it came that it came at and that he sensed that this was something that had to had to be done in like in a, in a meaningful way at that point in time. So, uh, you know, I, I, you're right. It's not, and it's not just Vlad, you know, the, you know, Teoscar Hernandez has certainly watched a, a few fly balls uh, that didn't leave the yard a little bit too long, including one on Monday that, you know, so that, that's why I do think he's also speaking to the entire team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and in some ways, you know, when you say it about Vlad and everybody else comes to understand, well, Hey, that applies to me too. Yeah. And I think from John Schneider's point of view as well, it was a good time to do it. I mean, you, the Yankees had just clinched the division title on your field. Vlad had walked it off the night before. Uh, Bo did not have a good game. It was just, it was a good time to deliver a message. It was a good time to deliver a message because there, you, yes, you were, you, you weren't really singling out, Vladdy, it, it was good because it happened at the same time. The way John put it, you know, talking about Bo as well. So it's like it, there was a little bit of shared, I guess, shared responsibility is the way I would put it. But I also think, from John's point of view, you know, Vladdy was DHing in this game, and I, I, you know, John's been pretty protective of him. John has talked about how he's been grinding, and I think we all agree. We we watch Vladdy. Vladdy, like Vladdy, is just grinding through this year, and and 
It's not a cliche to say that a guy is grinding. You watch a guy during a season, and there are years where stuff, it takes two pitches mm-hmm. to get done what you would have gotten done in one pitch last year. That's just the way it is. That's the way the game is. But I got the impression that was John saying, look, I'll say a lot to cover your ass, but if you're not going to run, like I, I'm, you know, by doing that, you're showing me up. And by doing that, the next time when I have to tell people in the media that you're, you know, despite the fact you're 0 for 10, I'm really happy with what I've seen from you because you're grinding. Now all of a sudden they're going to go, yeah, but you said that the last time. And then we saw this guy kind of half ass it down to first base. I think it really does. And, and I'm not saying it was a conscious decision by Vladdy, but it does show up your manager. It reflects really, it reflects on the manager. Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. I also just think the situation, like if there's a time to boot it, right? Like this is an important game. You're trying to lock down a postseason, your own postseason spot. You're trying to prevent the Yankees from clinching. You haven't been able to get much going against Tyon to that point in the game. You've got like essentially one George Springer swing to that point. And suddenly you've got an inning, right? So Springer, Springer's on base. Uh, you know, both falls it with what should have been a double. And then one of those ridiculously fluky plays that if you tried a hundred more times, wouldn't happen again. Hmm. You know, he, it, his foot slips off the bag for a microsecond and, you know, good, good, play, good, good on, on Kiner Falefa for keeping the, the tag on. And so that happens. And then on the heels of that, you get another ball in the corner that should be an easy double. It's going to score a run. It's going to leave a man in scoring position for Alejandro Kirk. And then you get, you know, slow out of the box and thrown out fairly easily at second. Like that can't happen in games that can't, that can't, mm-hmm. that shouldn't happen games in April, but it can't happen in September games when you're playing for something. So I think that's, that's, that's what to me was probably the driving factor is like you can be beat up, but that's a situation where you can't manage your physical thing, your, yeah. your physical, you've got to get after it in that moment. And I think that's, probably why Schneider was so upset. Shia, when me and you and Jeff show up at spring training next year, any chance Bo's learning how to play second and not short? Oh, God. Any, oh, any, any chance of that happening, you think? I mean, there's a non-zero chance of that. I mean, let's say Carlos Correa, uh, you know, opts out from the Twins and then uh, and that the, his free agent demands fit in with what the the Blue Jays are planning. They're like, okay, or, you know, Trey Turner or something. But I, so I'd say it's non-zero, but I wouldn't say it's likely in any sort of meaningful way. Mm. Great answer. I think there's a better. I had to ask. I have to ask. Shy knows. I think there's a better chance of me not being at spring training than Bo Blake than Bo <laughs> playing second base. Tremendous by you. Tremendous. Yes. <laughs> you want to know the truth. Uh, so, Jose Barrios, the decision's made, right? He starts uh, – he's your starter in the postseason. Come on. He's hit 97. He's got the big contract. He should have been out of the game with minimal damage yesterday. It's done, isn't it, Shy? Isn't that funny? It's like that could have been an outing that could have just silenced the debate completely yes right and when you saw the stuff in the 97 and the way that he was you know navigating that lineup the you know the, the almost the first two times through you're like okay that you know like that's what the blue Jays want to see you know the breaking ball is good and the fastball velocity is up and all the things that you haven't seen and then and then the babbit gods get to him right and 
you know, there, there are a couple balls against the shift. There's like the ball that falls in that Bo can't catch you in, in short right. And I don't know if that was a miscommunication between him and, you know, Tay Oscar and, and, and Springer or, or how that played out. Um, but, you know, that's a ball, that's an out that needs to be made. And then there's an error later in the inning and all of a sudden the pitch count gets run up in, you're left at it while you're looking at it. You're like, okay, well, this stuff was great, but it's still five runs and five yeah. in third. Exactly. But then, but then you want to bet on that stuff because you're, you expect your team to play cleaner behind them next time. So uh, you, I just think that the, it, it, it's just going to fuel the debate more rather than, rather than resolve it. And so, you know, what if, uh, if Stripling comes back and doesn't look great or just has a so-so outing, you know, how are you feeling about that? You know, to me, I still think it's going to come down to matchup and whether whether the Blue Jays think that, you know, that the Barrios matches up well against them. Uh, and, again, I just think that they're going to be debating this right down to right down to the minute they have to set their postseason rosters and maybe into some postseason series as well. If he doesn't start, do you think they would have enough confidence to use him out of the pen? I just – I'm not sure what – the only scenario I could see that happening is like, you know, a starter takes a comebacker off the shin or something and, you know, he has to come in and, you know, and pick up the pieces to, to save the bullpen like that. What, what scenario are you using him in the bullpen otherwise? Right. Like you're not going to just have him come in and be a one inning guy for you in the middle of the game. Cause that's not a role he's used to. I'm not sure that's fair to him. So, Shy, I will say, I will say, seeing the 97s and the locating of the slider away to a righty, oh, I like, I kind of like that. Maybe you could use that for two innings. For sure, but it's also when you put a guy. I don't love putting a guy into a role that they're not used to, right? And I get the occasional yeah. case, Madison Bumgarner coming into a game seven to close things out. Nate Evaldi, a little different, right? Uh, but just kind of taking a guy who's been a starter his entire career and just saying, hey, we're just going to use you in a, a situation that may come up and just be ready just in case. I'm not sure that's fair to the guy, and I'm, sure that, I'm not sure that's fair to your team either. Yeah, it's our first playoff uh, It's our first playoff appearance and, you know, like a regular playoff appearance since 2016, and you've got – Seven years and one hundred thirty-one thousand dollars, or six years and one hundred and five thousand dollars left in your contract, big fellow. But you're not that, good enough to be in our roster okay, for about, that playoff game. It's about, enjoy, it's about enjoy winning. The time. I could sell that yeah. to my team more. Him coming out of the pen, I don't think than can. I could giving him a start. That's just me. We'll see. Well, I mean, one way or the other, like if they advance, he's starting. Sure. Right. Sure. Uh, and so, if they, you know, the other thing. It, you know, who knows, right? The, the conversation could be academic because the Blue Jays could yeah. really win into or they could lose into, right? And then it's, mm -hmm. uh, okay, how are you setting yourself up for the DS? So what you're saying, you may not, Shy, they may not tell us. Like, I mean, if you don't. Yeah, why would they? Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, they may not make a definitive statement because if you win the series in two games, it doesn't matter. Like, why am I going to have created an issue by saying Ross Stripling was going to start game three mm -hmm. if we won, if we won the you know, the series in two games. It may just be, uh, I don't know, Gossman's, Manoa Gossman TBA. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, also, you're, why, why are you going to let the other team prepare for one starter? There you go. Have the team prepare for two. There you go.
Yeah, this is real, so, qu- real quick. Last one, for, last one for us. Teoscar, no matter what he does the rest of the way, they still trade him in the offseason. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd go 100% definitive because if you don't like what the return is, you're not. But, you know, it's clear they've got to change or they're going to want to change something. Sure. And that's, that's one area. I mean, the outfield, a left-handed hitting outfielder is makes – complete sense for this team you know is Teoscar 100% the guy and I'm not sure I'd say that uh, but you know he is a pending free agent if you're going to be paying or you're going to be trying to pay Bo and Vlad down the road are you going to be able to to pay Teoscar too probably not and, you know Alec Manoa is going to have to get paid at some point you have to start extending him and trying to get that done before you know it turns into uh, you know huge money down the road so i I just I don't know that it's automatically Teoscar. I mean, I, there's a case to be made for keeping him here, letting him go to market after, and you know, taking the production next year. But if you want to flip, uh, if you want to flip a, a righty to a lefty bat in the lineup, you know, the outfield is uh, probably the most obvious spot. Yeah, maybe we should like put a moratorium in talking about what we're going to do in the off season until the end of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, I can yeah. ask, can I? I'm just thinking, you can. No, I'm not. It's I'm not just, too far away. I'm just musing aloud. It's uh, it's a, it's a fun, it's fun to think about, but there are, uh, I mean, we could, uh, as, uh, as Jeff, as you heard yesterday, Ben and I going at it for an extended period. There, <laughs> that was, I wish I had a tape recorder roster, going. The postseason roster arguments to be made right now too. Yeah. Shy, thanks for doing this. Thanks, we'll see Shai. you down at the park. Be well. Yeah. Take care guys. See ya. All right. Yeah. We had uh shy and, and, and Arden and, er, and Ben Arden and I were kind of on the sidelines. I swear to God, they must have talked for about an hour about the, the postseason roster and how Bradley, whether or not Bradley Zimmer or Gabriel Moreno fit on. It is interesting when you walk through all the various the things the Jays might be looking at doing, you know, leaving aside the whole thing with Jose Barrios. There's, there's some interesting decisions they're going to have to make. Moreno's interesting. Um, he's taken a lot of ground balls uh, at, in, in the infield lately, and he's He's taken some at center field as well. He's going to be an, an interesting decision. Mm-hmm. You know, you. I don't think, I just don't see how you carry Bradley Zimmer and Jackie Bradley Jr. To me, Jackie Bradley Jr. has got to be on the roster because... Mm-hmm. And a third catcher. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of going that way. I think you have to have one. But then you get down to, you know, how does Merrifield fit into there? And... If you've got, well, if you've got, no, listen, oh, what I'm saying, if, Gur, if Guriel's happy, with, yeah, yeah, if, Gur, or yeah. if Guriel's healthy and, uh, and Espinal's healthy, it's going to be hard to have both Tapia and Merrifield on the, uh, uh, in the lineup. That's a good problem to have, though, I think. Oh, it is a good it problem, is, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's an interesting, you know, the, the decisions are, are much, go much beyond simply Barrios and Stripling starting. I and, thought you said Merriweather. No, Merrifield. I I get that confused sometimes. (laughs) I'm sorry. You said it fast. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Hey, what would you do if you caught Aaron Judge's, I don't know, 61st, 62nd home run ball? (laughs) Philip Ozerski caught Mark McGuire's 70th home run ball in 1998, sold it for $3 million. There's a story behind that. We're going to find out what that story is. Philip Ozerski and Sweeney Murdy. Blair and Barker, Sportsnet 590, the fans. Sportsnet 360 
and Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts.